When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number three on this Friday, first Friday of 2023. Some great news to start the show today. If you're a Longhorn fan, good football news with Jordan Whittington coming back. If you are a fan of humanity, Damar Hamlin. The updates continue to be great. And uh, the breathing tube being removed. Him being able to talk to family and friends and talk to the team on Facebook Facebook on FaceTime and tell him he loves them. maybe Facebook as well and tell him he loves them uh, that is awesome and uh, and so great to hear that he is progressing in a positive direction Chad and Zay with you on a Friday I did not uh, I did not figure out what that beat was there you want to lay that uh, one you know whenever I can't figure out a beat or whenever I'm doing a lot of stuff behind the glass there's a lot going on here I'm yes. uploading audio we got guests you know I'm obviously co-hosting a show so there's a lot going on sometimes I can't really go through the music like I want mm-hmm. so you can always count on a Jay-Z beat there we go that's Kingdom Come okay there it is yeah Jay-Z now, always count on a Jay-Z beat now I feel bad for not recognizing it that's one I maybe should have Kingdom Come's an album that nobody talks about if you bring up Jay-Z nobody's gonna bring up the kingdom come album it's still a classic to me just because he's one of the greatest of all time but if you bring up jay-z and talk about all his albums in this catalog kingdom come that album won't come up and that's about midway in the run somewhere uh, in there? that's like when after the black album and he told everybody he retired yes that's when one he of, came one of the back. comebacks one of the comebacks there you go interesting you brought that album up because i'm going to make a weird connection here as we get into our uh, our guest let's go to the vaqueros cafe and cantina hotline and bring in jeff ketchum of orangebloods.com i believe ketch and i would have been doing a show together when i saw jay-z at the Irwin Center. Cats, does that sound about right to you? Yeah, I think that's right. I gotta be honest. I might have smoked that away and don't remember that. <laughs> well, here's the other weird story. I know why. I know I have had his album, Kingdom Come, in my hand and about to listen to it, but I can tell you why I didn't listen to it. It's because A.T., our former producer, let me borrow it, and it was the clean version. Ah, yeah. And we all know I can't... A.T. would have the clean version. Of course. (laughs) A.T. was nice enough to let me borrow three albums. I can still see that one, and there was a little Wayne record, and I can't remember what the third one was, but they were all clean. And I said, there's no... I started listening... I started listening to the first track on the on Kingdom Come. I heard him go eh, oh, oh, like three times, yeah. and I was done. I couldn't deal with it. So that's why I've never heard that record all the way through. But that's that's a whole other story. Uh, Two quick things, Chad, if I may. Yes. Number one, I, I, I had the feels earlier today. I drove by McCallum High School, which is where AT and I go back to. So it's nice 
to have you have an AT reference today simply because I'm in Austin today, so it's very nostalgic for me. Nice. Uh, having moved to the Woodlands. And number two, if I'm allowed in the future, uh, I heard Holler If You Hear Me by Pac today, and I wanted that to be my at-bat song for this segment. If, if I'm ever feeling something, uh, can I just, like, message Zay and be like, if you need something at the top of the two on Friday, here it is. I got you, Jeff. Is that good? Oh yeah, that's okay. good. All I right. got you. Yes, from 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 two music okay. snob, from two music snobs to another. Yes, we'll do that for you. We will we will let that 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 request happen. That is that is no problem at all. Um, catch. Let's start with some good Longhorn news, and we'll get to the the other Longhorn news. The Jordan Whittington uh, news today that he's going to come back for a fifth year. Um, that I would assume every Longhorn football fan's excited about it. Give me your reaction to that and how he should fit into that offense in 23 well I, I think that Steve Sarkeesian is going to be looking for an improved passing game certainly from a year ago uh, there was around the time the last game was played I wasn't exactly sure how the Jordan Whittington situation might go there was some thought that he might actually leave then I'd say from about second week of December on there, there got to be a lot of confidence that I think NIL played a role in being able to uh, make him feel good about not going to play professional football right away in terms of financial situation. And, uh, and look, I think that I still think there's a monster season inside of Jordan Whittington that just hasn't broken out yet, obviously. But I think that next year could be the year. I think that if they can get Quinn Ewers a little further along in the passing game or whoever might take the job from it, if, if, if they should be better than him, um, boy, he's a huge weapon. I think the emergence of Jatavion Sanders took away a little bit of Whittington this year. But I think that some of this is about second and third reads in the offense, and a lot of times Xavier Worthy is, has been the clear first read for Quinn Ewers. If that quarterback maturation can take place on the field for the Longhorns this year, there really is a place for Jordan Whittington to have a thousand yard half you know, half a dozen type touchdown season, which would be nuclear compared to where the passing game was this year. So I'm very optimistic. I'm hopeful for Jordan. He's he, he's such a thoughtful guy. He's such a guy that wears his emotions on his sleeves. Uh oh, Jeff. Austin not treating his cell phone. Yeah, that's rude of Austin. What is going on? Let me call him back. All right, we'll try to call him back. Wait, 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 wait! wait. He came back. He came back. Are you there? Oh, I had poetry coming out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You guys didn't hear any of it? No, well, you were. I mean, not any of it. The last, I don't know, last. Eight or ten words probably weren't there. I thought the Austin cell phone service attacked you there for a second. It amazes me that Austin can be the city of technology and the damn internet and cell phone coverage sucks. I know. Sorry. Yeah. Ran over. No, it's all right. It's all right. That that That's understandable. Say go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, I hope, I, I will root for Jordan Whittington. I think he's a fantastic human being. And uh, and I hope for nothing but the the dream season of his season of his career next year in twenty twenty three. He's to me he's earned it. 
I yeah. really want it for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know all Longhorn fans are rooting for Jordan and winning 10 and happy to have him back. But one guy who entered his name in the transfer portal was O.V. Agofu, and the Notre Dame transfer is now going to his third school after being at Texas these last two years, which opens up more room for guys to step up on the edge. You know, Baron Sorrell, we know he was solid, especially at the beginning of the season. But freshmen like Justin Finkley, now sophomores, Ethan Burke. We know Colton Vox is, is coming in from Westlake. How do you think Steve Sarkeesian is going to go about looking at his edge rushers, and do you think he's going to go to the portal and maybe look for a guy? Well, I think if you go to the portal, it would take a very unique situation because they've recruited the hell out of that position for the last two years. So, you've got... They've recruited so hard, they've got two guys from Westlake that will be competing for that spot. Jay Montap is among them. Uh, you know, in this recruiting class, there are a number of guys that I think can play that position. So if you get a guy in the portal, it's going to be somebody that stunts their growth, right? I mean, somebody from this group of recruiting classes has got to get on the field, whether it's Ethan Burke or whomever, and be that guy at this position. If you go get somebody from the portal, and let's just say he's Ovi Ogofu good, well, then he's just getting in the way of some of these guys. So you need to find somebody who I think is clearly an upgrade from Ovi, who is a good, solid player, and most of those guys aren't entering the portal, and those that do are, are looking probably to upgrade. And I don't know that he right now is the upgrade. I mean, if, if a guy's going to be a senior next year and he wants to make a play for potentially make the playoff, you know, you're looking at the Georgia, the Ohio State, the Alabamas, maybe even the USC's. And so just because a guy, a rare unicorn enters the portal, it doesn't mean that Texas is first at bat. Even if their NIL programs are probably better than anybody in the country, they still have to combine that with important football and they're just not quite there at that point yet. Talking with Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com. Uh, all right, Jeff, obviously in a perfect world, this basketball team's going to go play in Stillwater with Chris Beard coaching and everything's moving forward. But obviously this isn't perfect for them, but at least they know what it is. At least they get the closure uh, on some level. How do you think they'll react tomorrow morning? Tough place to play always in Stillwater. How do you think Coach Terry and this team are going to react now that they know ultimately how at least you know this season's going to roll out? All right, I don't mean to hijack the conversation, but I will answer that as soon as I, two more quick football things. Yes, I expect Jalen Ford to make the I expect Jalen Ford to make the same announcement that Jordan Whittington did. All right. So in the next couple of days, okay, you know the Jalen Ford thing should happen. Xavier Worthy is a little more up in the air. There's no fi- There's no finality there in a way that I think there probably is for Jalen Ford. Um, I think the smart money is on him coming back. I think he would have come back and then the Bulgarians and then there was some real naughty fan behavior towards him after that game. Kind of extreme, like not good stuff. And I think it's jostled how he feels a little bit. And I don't think anybody knows. I don't think his representation knows. I don't think the coaches know. I don't think his family knows. Like I think, I think everybody's expecting that he comes back, but there's, there's no final decision on that. 
uh, as it relates to this basketball team, honestly, I don't think they'll respond well. Um, something about what happened against Kansas State the other night screamed of a basketball team missing its coach. With all due respect to to, uh, to Rodney Terry, but like you know, Chris Beard built what this team is the other night. Screamed that they were missing him. Uh, they just weren't doing basketball things very well. Your effort wasn't an issue, but smart basketball was, especially defensively, where it was like. Boy, they're just late on everything, and they're getting beat off the dribble, and nobody's helping at the right times, and K-State's getting at the rim. And then when Texas does come over late to help, it's leaving wide-open shooters. And the story of that Kansas State game was they just got whatever they wanted whenever they wanted, which is the opposite of what we've come to expect from a Chris Beard basketball team. So what do I expect right after he's been dismissed? I don't know that I expect their best performance. Jeff, let me ask you this. We know Coach Terry is entering a trial run to see if he is basically valuable enough to keep the job, and that depends on how Texas does. But if that doesn't happen, who do you think Chris Del Conte will go after to replace Coach Beard? They can't hire Rodney Terry. I mean, you can't go from your dream hire of Chris Beard to, hey, you know what, we'll just keep his assistant coach. It's all good. Like, that can't happen. And, and barring him going, barring this team going to, like, the Final Four, I think they have to make up. they got a brand-new building they've got to sell out. And they have to find a way to keep the excitement level as on par as possible from – I mean, this is as good as it's ever been right up until Chris Beard got arrested. And so they've got to find a way that the enthusiasm meter is cranked up near the 10. And that's why they, Rodney, Rodney Terry just can't be the answer. So I expect Chris Del Conte for the next few months, because it's going to be a while, uh, I expect him to do his due diligence on all of the guys that could possibly move the enthusiasm meter. There aren't a lot of them. Uh, it costs a lot of money to get them. But I find that Chris Del Conte, I think, has some strengths and weaknesses as an athletic director. So far, hiring coaches has been a strength. I mean, he didn't get the Chris Beard hired from a capability standpoint wrong. Chris Beard messed up. Um, so I think Chris Del Conte will look for a premium name and somebody that can absolutely move the meter from an enthusiasm scale. Now, how they make that happen, I don't know. I mean, it's complicated. You know, if you wanted a guy like Eric Musselman at Arkansas, who I, is my favorite. I mean, look, and, and that guy's building a monster in Fayetteville, and he may not need or want the Texas job. But if you were to make a run at that guy, one of the important things that you have to do is to make sure that you don't become a distraction now. I mean, if that guy is forced to answer questions before his team season is over about Texas, at some point that guy's got to make, make, send out a message and say, no, 
I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here because he's not going to want his season trampled by the expectations that Texas might be a thing. Texas has got to find a way to figure out who their guy is and then what's the exact way to strike to get that guy. One of the things I think Rodney Terry does is that I think he provides cover. I think that while you're looking for who I think would be the real candidate, the idea is he's coaching for the job. Um, there's this idea of well, how long will they go? And if he goes far enough, you know, would they give him the job? I think that there's an active conversation that will provide some cover that would be a little bit different if Rodney Terry came out and said, I don't really want to be a head candidate. I don't want to be a candidate for this job. I'm going to do this and then we'll move on. Then I think the story every single week is about who's the next guy and trying to figure out who that is. Rodney Terry's presence, I think, really means a lot for the Longhorns in ways that I don't think even most people probably could, would, would think you know, a fir, a fir, upon first glance. Yeah, we'll see what they look like tomorrow morning. Uh, Stillwater, always an interesting place to play, 11 a.m., and I'll keep asking, what will those students be chanting at that basketball team tomorrow? Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com, at GKCatch on Twitter if you're getting your follows together for that game or any other Longhorn event. Catch, we appreciate the time, man. Glad you're getting a little nostalgic time in Austin today. Be careful out there. Hey, and- hey Catch, before you go, what, what you going to eat today? Because you haven't been here in a minute. Well, what you what you going to eat? What do you have to eat every time you come into town? Good question. Chad Chad knows. Where'd I go, Chad? Pluckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did, no, I, no. I went to Dan's. Oh, you went to Dan's. Okay. Man. All right. All right. That, yeah, that would have been on the list. Catch, you're a legend for that one, man. Catch. Dan's Burger. It's hard to beat a good Dan's Burger. Yeah, Catch is one of the most pluckers regulars I know, but he does love his burgers. And, yes, we have been to Dan's Hamburgers together. Oh. Still still high quality over at Dan's? Oh, man. Dan, Dan's is the only thing keeping the duct tape on the city of Austin together. <laughs> and it was <laughs> – it was spectacular. It was, it's always spectacular. It is. You're right. You're right. Dan's never, ever disappoints. Well, enjoy it. Uh, go have another one. Go Make the block and go have another <laughs> double, and, uh, and we'll talk to you next week. Real quick, you know what I'm about to do, Chad? Yeah. What's that? I'm doing that Friday drive down 290 through Maynard and Elgin. And it might actually be the worst part of coming back to Austin. Woo, I'm telling you, it's getting it's getting. <laughs> Where crazy. does this traffic come from? Oh, it's, getting, it's nuts. It's getting crazy out there, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all were all laughing at me when I moved out there. Now apparently everybody's moving out there. It's unbelievable. It's like God. I know. Go away, people. I know. I hear there's a anyway. guy. I hear there's a guy on the side of the road selling watermelons, though. Check it out. <laughs> Oh, I, I thought of that today. <laughs> I thought of that today. Oh, th- thanks, man. <laughs> thanks, Jeff. Oh, at some point, at some point, Zay, on a Friday when we have a moment, a couple minutes, we need to have Catch tell the Elgin watermelon story on the air. Oh, yeah? It is a classic. It is a classic story from back in the day. That was good. And that was when there was a lot less traffic in the Elgin area. Thanks to Catch for his time. Uh, some good, honest stuff there on the basketball team. I can totally see that happening. I hope he's wrong, but I can see this team being a little shell-shocked by what just happened and, yeah. and whatever. Let's just see, though. And again, if they look great against Kansas State, if they defended well against Kansas State, it's one thing. 
It is important, though, for Coach Terry and those guys that remain to figure out what is going on on the defensive side, Zay, because this the Big 12 will expose you. If you don't, oh, completely. If you aren't D'ing people up, this yeah. conference will destroy you. Yeah, I would suggest just play more straight-up defense. Don't overly pressure when you're trying to deny the ball where you could get beat back door and become a liability on help side defense. Just play straight-up D, allow guys to catch the ball, and allow your footwork and your, your classic responsibilities to take over, which will allow you to have good help. Again, Marcus Carr, Tyrese Hunter, those guys, they're not much more over six foot, six foot two, so they're smaller guards, and when you play some of these bigger guards, more athletic wings, and you've got guys like Serge Barry Rice, who's only 6'3", even though he has really long arms, coming in to play your small four or three spot, and Timmy Allen's playing your four, you're a very small team, so you can't overplay and gamble on steals and whatnot. You got to play very smart, tough defense and have really good help side guy. If a guy gets beat, help the helper play really good on ball D and just trust that you can contest shots and hope for the best. But yeah, you, you know, one sixteen that that can't happen again. Tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. for Texas at Can- uh, at Oklahoma State. Up next, it's Why Today Matters. We've got an update on the NFL situation in terms of that AFC championship game uh, and the competition committee trying to figure things out. We'll get you that, plus some big birthdays to hit today, including one of my favorite figures in the world of sports, and some say an imitation I do pretty well. We'll see on the horn. Friday. It's a good start. I like that feel. Like that vibe. Kind of a. It's got like a Middle Eastern, yeah, Indian kind yeah, of vibe yeah, yeah. to it. I like it. I don't. Should I recognize it? No, no chance. No chance. All right, what is it? Nori, N-O-R-E, or you could call him Noriega because he's half of rap group Capone and Noriega. Ah, okay. This is when he went solo and got with Pharrell. Drop nothing. Neptune's classic. Uh, Pharrell's a part of this? Yeah, Pharrell. Pharrell's the one on the hook. Homeboy, I came to party. That was Pharrell. Okay, gotcha. All right, Nori. That's a good track. What's the song called again? I'm sorry. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Nori with nothing. Nori with nothing. Fair enough. Yeah, Nori also probably has the best hip-hop podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, Drink Champs. Great hip hop podcast. Do they just so they just literally the podcast is about hip hop or it's hip hop folks on a podcast? It's hip hop folks on a podcast. So they get really good guests and and talk hip hop legends talk about and talk hip hop and they'll get them drunk. That's why it's called drink chance. Oh, I see. So they like get them drunk while like they're having an interview and hopefully the rapper gets plastered enough to say some crazy stuff like Kanye did. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, is that how the Kanye? That's how the Kanye thing. I see. Well, one of them, but one that's of the, where it really blew up. One of the many Kanye things going yeah. on right now. So, Nori, uh, we are also introduced to Rada Blanca earlier, and frankly, I'm terrified. Uh, the Cars, Man of War, and the Rolling Stones. But if you do like a whole lot of guitar, uh, 
Rada Blanca is out there for you, so maybe you check them out. All right, a lot of different things on the board today. We got some updates in the NFL and some birthdays to discuss. So let's tell you why today matters. It is January 6th. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. And no, don't worry, we're not going to talk about January 6th for the reason others might talk about January 6th today on a certain anniversary. But we will tell you about what's coming in the NFL this week. We know they had this idea out, we talked about earlier, of what they'll do with Bills Bengals. Not going to play the game uh, for multiple reasons. They laid out, I think, some pretty logical reasons why not to play the game. Now they have approved the ideas that we laid out earlier. Kansas City and Buffalo. If they both win, they'll be a neutral site AFC title game. If Kansas City and Buffalo both lose and Baltimore wins, they'll be a neutral site championship game. Kansas City and Buffalo both lose and Cincinnati wins. Then there will be a neutral site game that could involve Cincinnati and one of those other teams. Basically, if two teams play in the AFC title game and they have different numbers of games played or there could have been a a what-if then they're going to play it at a neutral site. And if they need to bring in Baltimore, if Baltimore feels like they might be getting screwed on something, they may have a situation. If Baltimore wins this week, they may literally have to do like a coin toss to figure out if Baltimore-Cincinnati would be played in Baltimore or Cincinnati. They just may have to flip it because Baltimore will say we won both games. Cincinnati will say, yeah, but if we played Buffalo and won, we would have more wins. So they they may have to just flip it. And they're saying Roger Goodell will determine the AFC uh, neutral site if they need it. For the championship game, um, he would be the one to pick it. Does Commissioner Goodell got a strong thumb? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen his flip game. You would think he's had to flip a coin before. Can we go into that room in his house, the basement where he did the draft? Yeah, M&M's? Yeah, because Goodell, if he has Kenny Pickett hands, then we might have to have somebody else do it. Oh, Can't be God. no weak flip. We got to have a tough flip. Billy Bob Thornton ain't no curses style. Evilly locked in flip because there's a lot on the line here. It's playoff yeah. NFL football we're talking about. There really is. Yeah, there's a lot. To, and, and I think this is at least a way to deal with it. I think we all can understand that not playing that game probably makes sense. They laid out reasons why. I would throw in a reason I heard in the last day or so. Just bad mojo. You can put those two teams back on a field in Cincinnati right now before anything else is nah. played. It's just going to feel weird, too. So maybe just moving on is the right idea there. Uh, so we've obviously talked a lot of NFL today. A couple other things to note on this January the 6th. It is the 86th birthday of one Lou Holtz. Now, Jay, you know the old school for coach coach, you know where I went to school? Before I coached God's football team, do you know where I went to college? It's a, le- it's a legendary college. Do you know where I went to school? I got hints if you need hints. Do you need them? Yo, coach, why does he always sound like he has an extra tongue in his mouth? Dude, that's, that's a lot. When you have this many big words, sometimes there's just not enough to fit in like, did there. Did he have a tobacco problem? Did he do chew back in the day? I, I'm not exactly sure. They don't let you do that at Notre Dame. Because <laughs> if you spit on campus at Notre Dame, they'll, 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 they'll find you for that. 
They, they find me so many times at Notre Dame. I don't even want to tell you. So if, if I tell you that I went to the same college that Nick Saban did, do you know where I went to college? Because I went to the same college that he went to. <laughs> nah, Lou, I don't know, man. I also went to the same college James Harrison did. Remember James Harrison, big linebacker? He hit yeah. everybody and they get mad. James Harrison went here, too. That's Kent State. We're all flashes. And you know what it is? A flash? Kent State? That's right. <laughs> Yo, the saliva in your mouth right now <laughs> has to be thick, because good grief. Uh, happy birthday to Lou Holtz, 86 years old today. One of my favorite bowl game lead-ups ever was the era where it was two games where A&M played Notre Dame in a bowl game. Lou's the Notre Dame coach. R.C. Slocum was the A&M coach. Both of them were the master of, we're about to play the best team on earth. Like, that's all they ever did. They did not want to go bulletin board material. And my favorite thing about Lou was the way he'd prep you for the other team. Everybody they played, you'd, you'd, you'd have thought you were playing the 85 Bears every week. I'm going to tell you what. When you look at this Navy film, I mean, second down, they're on blip team. They're on third down, they're going on fourth down. I'm not sure how we're going to move to football. The only time they caught Lou was when they did the secret filming of Notre Dame and Colorado were about to play in that bowl game. I think it was a I think it was an Orange Bowl, and they caught Lou, and they did like a, a microphone from a long way away, and they caught him mouthing off about Colorado. That's on a few times. And then, of course, there's the famous thing when they were playing Miami, and he told the team, last thing before they went to the field was, y'all, y'all, we're going to go whip, we're going to go whip that, and y'all save Jimmy Johnson for me. That mm. was one of the famous Lou's as well. But Lou would always tell you how great that other team was going to be. And they'd win like 67 to nothing or whatever. I miss Lou on four-letter network and stuff like that. Maybe just the saliva and the extra tongue was getting too much for him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what Lou's doing nowadays. I, I hope he's you doing know, okay. You know, I'm not going to lie. He'd be saying some wild stuff with he his did. political views. So yeah, uh, I think that's, that, that probably got That must be what it is. Yeah, I can't do that no more, Lou. 86 for Lou today. Uh, another great old-school trivia question for you uh, is how he Long. Howie Long is 63 today. Zay, do you know what basketball school Howie Long played football at? Because the school is not known for football. Ooh, it's a good gosh. one, though. If I tell you that Texas might be looking at a coach that won a couple of natties there. He went to Kentucky? Not that one. A smaller school. A smaller school. Villanova? There you go. Wow. Howie Long played football at Villanova All back right. in the day. Uh, also, happy birthday to Indomitian Sue. He's 36 today. Of course, that is Nebraska. Jameis Winston, of course, is Florida State on that old school. Jameis. Jameis. He's 29 today. Still very young in quarterback terms. Yo, Jameis, man. Happy birthday. Happy 29th birthday. Hopefully, you could go buy some crab legs instead <laughs> of having to steal them like back in your Tallahassee days at Florida State. But, yeah, Jameis Winston's had such an interesting career. He has. He's, he's been healthy for weeks, by the way. Yeah. Weeks and weeks, and he's still been the backup. Will he ever get the chance to be the guy again in the league? I don't know. Yeah, such a goofy guy. You hear him in his motivation speeches, like biting the W and biting his fingers and yeah. stuff. He, he's a but, weird guy. You see him in like training in the offseason. He always does these quirky quarterback yeah. drills that I don't think Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers do in the yeah, offseason. It's an interesting point because I, I sort of give him credit for some of that stuff when he's trying to develop his mind. Right. The thing where they're throwing the cards up and he's trying to do quick identification i sort of want to give him credit there because i feel like he's trying to grow trying to evolve as a quarterback a little bit yeah but yeah he still has i mean we we may all die and never see what he pulled off in the nfl again 30 and 30 (laughs) 
<laughs> that's yeah. the, that's one of the craziest things we've ever uh, seen. It's nuts. He's got the arm to make every throw and get you thirty touchdowns, but he also got them thirty picks in the same mm. year. That's nuts. Yeah, and that's obviously the, that was the exit point from Tampa. Yeah, James. Jameis is a weird guy. He is, man. Happy birthday to Jameis. Like, also, didn't he say some wild stuff? And like he just stood up in the oh, class yeah. one time and oh, yeah. yelled some wild stuff where got him suspended or in trouble. Oh, Jimbo overlooked a bit mm. back in 2013, 14, that era. Yeah, to that get talent. The, I get it. Heisman Trophy winner. I that, overlook a lot too. Get that national title. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, tomorrow, Lamar Jackson will be 26 years old. Hopefully, he is uh, feeling well. I don't think so. It's not looking good. I don't know when Lamar is going to be able to play again. They but said that knee is hella swollen. Yeah, of course, that old school is Louisville. He was magic there, and uh, he's uh, banged up right now for the Ravens. Also, a quick little get well. We've had a multiple story. Here We talked about Peyton Hillis earlier. Apparently he is still in ICU after saving the kids from drowning. Hopefully he's going to be okay. But how about Jeremy Renner? Renner will be 52 tomorrow. He'll celebrate his birthday in the hospital, but he's getting better. There's a video out now of his sister washing his hair after a week or whatever it was. Wow. But uh, he's coming back. You heard that he got hit by a snowplow? Yeah. And he, it's nuts. That was a crazy story, but they think uh, that he they think he's going to be all right. He's been getting better, and uh, some good positive videos have been coming out. So we wish all those folks a happy birthday this weekend. Also, tomorrow is National Bobblehead Day, so if that's your thing, get your bobbleheads. We got some bobbleheads in here. I'm not. Yeah, a, we got some classics. I think of Nolan Ryan's in here. We got some great bobbleheads. That's not my thing, though, Zay. I'm uh, I'm a, I'm more of a mini helmet guy. If I had to pick a sports collectible, is there a sports collectible that you're way into? No. You don't care about that stuff. No, not really. Not jerseys, shoes. Not jerseys. I know Jeff and Snoop. They're big on uh, cards, like old school baseball cards and like the stuff other- like that, but. Like the other night, I heard you IDing the Jordans that the two high school coaches were wearing. Yeah, you're, I know about shoes. So you know it, but you're not a no, sneaker. No, I can't afford them. You're not a sneaker. And my food. wife okay. wouldn't let me. I got you. Yeah, she's like, you ain't going to be one of these brothers waiting in line fighting over the Jordan 12s that are coming out. You're not one of those guys. And I've accepted that. I used to be. I just got some really cool Jordan 10s. But When your wife goes into that lecture, does she say you're not going to be one of those brothers? Does she take the R <laughs> off the end of that word no, for you? No, she doesn't say it like oh, that, okay. but I'm that's just... what I picture when she, <laughs> when oh. she says it in her sweet yet very stern tone. Uh-huh. I see. No, it's, it, that's one of those worlds that I would imagine if you're going to head into that world, you better know what you're doing. Yo, it's dangerous. It's dangerous, but also just the financial commitment you're saying. Hey, I'm going to get into sneakers. Are you sure? Yeah. Once you go over around 200 and stuff, and that's tough. That's it with me. Oh, man. I remember my. I remember the look on my mom's face when I tried to explain to her how much the new Andre Agassi shoes were. Yo, Andre Agassi's shoes were fire. Oh, man. Nike needs to bring those back. I got one pair of those, and as soon as they I wore out, I did not get a second pair yeah. of those. <laughs> Yo, Andre Agassi shoes, like, you can wear those with just a normal outfit going downtown on 6 or something, and you look fly. Oh, like, man. He was doing it with Nike. Yeah, they had some great shoes back then, but they were expensive. I think they were only like 90 bucks, and that was a— That's expensive. That was way too much back then. All right, coming up, we'll get you stems and seeds before we get out of here, getting you ready for the football weekend. NFL making its decisions. Roger Goodell will figure out that neutral site for an AFC title game if we need it. Also, we'll reiterate the good news we started the show show with today good news for demar hamlin more of that and good news for longhorn football fans stay with us on the horn another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. Sounds familiar to me. Yeah, it was a huge song when it came out. Should know this. DMX? <laughs> no. I, I, <laughs> oh no. Well, I mean, I, I get the yelling, but I'm just trying to think of that. I hear that yelling. I hear that growl in the voice. Yeah. yeah I don't have it. Who is it? Bone Crusher. Huge. Bone Crusher. Huge huh? one-hit wonder. Great name. This was it. Okay. So I'm outside of the club and you think I'm a punk. So this is it for him? This was it for him. Okay. He had a remix. With a name like Bone Crusher? Yeah. Couldn't come up with anything else? No. Damn. I mean, you can't be this scary all the time. You got to tone it down. You mean there's no nice Bone Crusher yeah, song about no. taking a girl out on a no. date? No. And in the video, it's just like a big black Godzilla like stomping on... Uh, towns and stuff and yeah it's uh there's not a bone crusher song just called baby i love you nah no no if he would have got to that he might have had a longer career but it's all good shout he's out. a legend for that one shout out to moms they didn't have that one no no it's <laughs> no. a shame bone crusher is a great name though all right so bone crusher nori rada blanca the cars man of war the stones we've had them all today nice jay-z beat this hour thanks to zay for all of that as always thanks to you for listening in today specs text line was fired up early 337-3776 we were getting names wrong in the first hour we cleared all that up uh but we did start with a lot of good news today we'll reiterate that also a couple other notes from the nfl before we get out of here let's go stems and seeds here we go no stress no seeds no stems no sticks Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Just can't say it enough times. DeMar Hamlin had the breathing tube removed, and he is talking today. Huge news out of that story. Able to talk to his teammates today. We'll see how Buffalo reacts against New England this week. Speaking of the NFL, they have approved the plan that could give us an AFC title game at a neutral site if we need it roger goodell will figure that out uh kansas city buffalo cincinnati and maybe baltimore involved in some of those games where we may have to have a neutral site may have to have a coin flip in a cincinnati baltimore game so they have approved that and it's goodell that will pick the neutral site stuff yeah that's interesting i mean obviously we're in unprecedented times within the nfl so you have to make these crazy decisions and yeah it's going to be one of those playoffs that we'll never forget 
just because yeah. of what happened and what that means for the respective teams that are entering the playoffs in the AFC. I'm going to give everybody a piece of good news, though. Do you know who really benefits if we end up with a neutral site AFC title game? Hmm. Us. The fans do. Yeah. Because it'll be like that COVID run where – all quarterbacks got to make their calls. The building was pretty quiet. Now, the buildings won't be quiet like that, but in a neutral site, you may have those situations where both quarterbacks get to make the calls they want. That means points are going to be up, more offense. Fans are going to enjoy the game. Yeah, yeah, think about if, you know, I mean, that game where Tampa Bay beat Green Bay to go to the Super Bowl, think about if they would have had fans there at Lambeau that day. Exactly. Completely different game. Absolutely. Completely different game, and we might not be talking about Tom Brady having the ring. That's why I will always say the two Bucks championships I've got to watch as a fan of that team both have things you can talk about. They both have weird things around them. The Gruden stuff and some of the other stuff on that first one and then what you just mentioned on the second one. By the way, Dolphins are going to start Skylar Thompson. They still have a hope at the playoffs. They will start Skylar Thompson because Teddy Bridgewater's pinky finger is not better. It's dislocated. He can't go. Hey, if Skylar looks at that team like he used to look at the Texas Longhorns when he was at Kansas State, he'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> They're at home against the Jets. I believe Miami needs a win and help. They don't have a direct path there. Yeah, they need a lot of help. They need some help to get in. Steelers need help to get in. We'll get all that figured out. We'll have the playoff set. Cowboys and Commanders Sunday, 325. Cowboys still have a shot at the division. You'll hear that game right here on the horn. Men's basketball tomorrow at 11. Women's basketball tomorrow evening at 6 over on 105.3 The Bat. Everybody have a great weekend, and we will talk to you on Monday. Oh, and Jordan Whittington's coming back.